What's poppin' and welcome to Popcorn with Jolis Adyarin, your stop for all things pop where we talk about all things pop culture from here in the Philippines to the rest of the globe. We are back! Yay! Naman, so sorry, MIA life, <laughs> but we're here, nagbabalik loob. Uh, hello everyone and um, welcome. Welcome back um, to the show before we begin. Um, our co-host for the day. Welcome back, Paula. Hi! Glad to hello. be back. <laughs> Emil is also here. Hey, hello. So introductions needed this time. <laughs> good, good. Uh-huh. Our, ano, news correspondent verified on Twitter, <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Summer Perns, no longer. <laughs> Living up to that blue check. Yay! Yeah. Our ano, blue check count has um, been added by... Has been... Increased by one, rather. By one. <laughs> yeah, welcome to our 75th edition of oh, Popcorn. But wow. overall, this is our 100th overall release. Because before, diba, we had two, mga smaller episodes that weren't yeah. like an hour long. But if you combine everything, happy 100th release. Happy second Wild. year anniversary to us. Um, hey. Yeah, life has just been life. So... Um, sa mga nanonood at nakikinig uh, hopefully we'll be able to come up with like a bigger second anniversary something sometime uh, let's make it happen yeah. but congrats to all of us and thanks for joining us on this two year journey yes <laughs> um, ayun yun lang naman ang masasabi ko um, very special episode today uh, we have really big <laughs> things in store <laughs> but um Kidding aside, um, this is we're just more like um, catching up on what's new, what's what people have been talking about. We'll touch on Trese today, which has been like trending for the last week or so, mm-hmm. even until now. So many fan art, right, Paula? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, no. Yung fan art na pinag-share namin ni Paula sa chat. <laughs> You sure? Ikaw lang yung nagsasend ng fan art. Sharing is caring, right? <laughs> yeah. So this is just more like a popcorn episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. Namiss ko to. Welcome back, everyone. Um, yeah, let's get started. Um, we'll just be talking about the latest things. And the first thing the, on our agenda today is some announcements on like reboots or prequels or... <laughs> whatever um, reused um, intellectual property. <laughs> you don't want to reuse, but like, you know, milking Stop. of the IP. Milking, yeah. Um, first up is on Disney+, Plus, which is the Beauty and the Beast prequel, which has been announced in like, parang since Disney+, Plus Investor's Day pa lang yata, which was, I don't even know when that was anymore. The time is just... <laughs> You know, time is so different now. I don't even know anymore. Tale as old as time. Ayun na lang. Ah. Um, but now, they're introducing tale older than that tale as old as time. Because um, it's a prequel. Yes, because it's but a prequel okay. to Beauty and the Beast. Um, the live action one starring... Uh, and this new series that has been greenlit stars um, Josh Gad as LeFou and... Um, I forget his name. Luke Evans. Luke Evans as uh, Gaston. And there's a newcomer as well, I think, who will be playing LeFou's stepsister. 
So okay. I think that's just what the story will be, not related to any of the Enchanted Castle happenings, but more on an adventure between LeFou and Gaston. Or LeFou, who is, quote-unquote, Disney's first gay character. Uh, I mean... Or like... Maybe the 99th first game. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that's been a that's been a antaog dito. That has been like a criticism against Disney for introducing their first gay character for like over and over again. <laughs> um, we've had Lefou, de ba? And who else? And Happy Pride, pala to everyone. Oh yes, happy. Yeah. Um, yun. There was Shan. All of there it. was uh, the, the the end game director. There yeah. was uh, the the troll from Onward. The, the troll from troll. Onward. Yeah. The... <laughs> um, unconfirmed, but but like Cruella's like the 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 person working in the in the fashion store. Uh, I'm pretty sure a character in Bambi was. What's that? Yeah, it goes to show. Who in Bambi? I was like. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no. See, squirrel, squirrel. Another squirrel, skunk, a skunk. Ah, uh, the one that was really into flowers. Yeah, flowers. Yeah, okay. <laughs> flowers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe the spoon from the original Beauty and the Beast is a gay character as well. Uh, I mean, I would think that um, Lumiere is pan. Like that wouldn't be. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know. He's, or he's just European. That's it. European. European. Yeah. So many yeah. shades of gray. Yes. Very really reference okay. for those who did not understand. <laughs> okay, but yeah. Well, yeah. I guess I'll start. Well, mm-hmm. I'm Beauty and the Beast is like my ultimate favorite Disney movie, and I did not completely hate that live action um, movie, although uh, Belle was terribly miscast. <laughs> I say. But the rest was pretty good and I enjoyed it naman. Not like Lion King where I was like really like <laughs> yes. asleep for a portion of that movie. Um yun, pero I guess it's interesting, but it's not really something I'm super excited about. Just like that Aladdin live action spin-off then with the White Prince. And I'm, I'm just calling him the White Prince because I'm not sure what his name is. See si, uh, Billy Magnussen is having his own series. Oh, been why? <laughs> exactly. Why? So it's just really like milking those popular live action things. Yeah. Uh, kayo. So it's a sax for me. Yeah. I think that's something that Jace, hi Jace, if you're listening to this, that's what he <laughs> said when I gave the news na at this point, this is just basically milking everything that they have. No in creativity. Yeah, but that Disney was used to was not well, really known for many many years ago, and I mean, Luke Evans was really good in the Beauty and the Beast. Like I really enjoyed his uh, his performance, and the like the moment Disney finds out, oh, the people like this character, let's shove him in into something else. Let's make money out of him. It's uh it's just a uh, really a sign that Disney is really the mega powerhouse it is. Yeah. And it can do whatever it wants. It will not lose money. And so, wala. And it's sad to know that people are going to watch it anyway. Even if they say they won't. They don't like the idea. 
I raised my hand. I am the number one slave corporation. I continue to criticize Disney, but that's how things are right now. Yeah, I mean, it's it, to be fair, it's hard to avoid like Disney content because they also own like everything. That's true. Like you know, I, I I'm a I'm a fan of The Handmaid's Tale, and I know that while watching that, I'm watching it, it's a Hulu thing. Oh yeah. So yeah. some in some Hulu. some way, The Handmaid's Tale is owned by Disney. Um, but with with this Beauty and the Beast thing, same thoughts as Trollo, and uh, I love the original as in I love it. And if you play me the opening notes of the of the title song of that. Of, of *Beaten Beast*, I will tear up, um, and I didn't. I didn't hate the live-action one either, but it's so weird to me that Disney's trying to make new properties based around their villains, and you just know they're going to like try and humanize Gaston, even if he's supposed to be like this horrible, Misogynist. toxic, yeah, exact toxic masculine guy. Um, so I don't know, like unless they make it like Johnny Bravo and they make it like a parody of of that type of person, I would be fine with that. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So I'm like below a sax. I forgot our, our rating scales. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, so same below a sax or a pass. Yeah. I mean, same with everybody. Like I think Beauty and the Beast is almost everybody's favorite aside from Lion King. I guess that's like 94, 95, 96 liners. It's really like our generation. (laughs) But even like my aunt, it's her favorite. Really? My my dad also. So there's something about Beauty and the Beast that's just like appealing to everybody. And also I did not hate the live action, but unlike Cholo, I was a fan. I'm a fan of Emma Watson, so sue me. Like I'm just going to enjoy her (laughs) in everything that she's in. <laughs> so you know um but out of all of like the disney villain properties like gaston is the last person i'd want like a story for like yeah. his own you know um whatever i'd rather hear maleficence which you know has already happened yeah. um Ursula, for God's sake, I would rather have her story, diba? or Jafar, even if we're going to go for. Like, I would have like a Maurice spinoff of Maurice's inventor, Young Base. I mean, yeah. that's kind of cool. Also, yung mga trips niya. I would rather that than like Gaston, because there's really like absolutely no need. Like he serves his purpose, and that's about it. Like there's no, like Emil said, there's no need to like delve deeper into this like macho misogynist. Maybe so, there's no like, need to be deep in the first place. They, they're not aiming but for But that's it. what they're gonna do. I mean, yeah. like, I don't know if you guys are aware, but even in, like, their book lines, Disney has been releasing um, these, like, spin-offs of, like, the villains, the focus focusing on the villains mostly. Um, I forget what that's called. Twisted Tales, I think that's what it is. So it's, they've been doing that since 2018, so I'm not, like, 100% surprised that they're doing it for their, like, series. But... Yeah, parang tama. just enough. You know that gif from like Pitch Perfect of Rebel Wilson going, Enough! Enough! <laughs> it's kind of what I feel right now with the, with what Disney's doing with all of their properties. So like everybody else, I'm a pass. Uh, I don't I don't want this. And I, this will actually, like Cruella, which I have actively been avoiding. I was I'm just about to ask. But it's to okay about Cruella. It, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what I heard. I mean, Richard was telling me, Richard Webb, hi Richard, if you're listening. 
um, that the reason why she hates Dalmatians is because her mom was killed yeah. by a Dalmatian. Yeah. What? What? You know. <laughs> I thought that was like a meme or a oh shit. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's real. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely not. <laughs> no, thank you. Well, it wasn't technically the Dalmatians. It was well, someone telling the Dalmatians to kill them. All. No, but it, the Dalmatians were the ones that, that like actually, actually physically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was really like campy and like the soundtrack was. They had a budget for that in Croatia. Yeah, that's why it's so expensive. I mean, yeah, watch it for the costumes for sure. Oh yeah, that's definitely. And I mean Emma Wat- eh, Emma Watson, Emma Thompson, and Emma Stone. Uh, and the Cruella sequels, Emma and again will be there. Emma Watson as the third Emma. Oh, <laughs> why, the, <laughs> why is there a Cruella sequel? I, I saw a tweet that said, isn't the Cruella sequel just 101 Dalmatians? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so where do you go? Like a reimagined 101 Dalmatians, I guess. Wasn't that the one with Glenn Close? Oh yeah, it was. Yeah, one hundred and two. I don't know. I what? love that movie, by the way. Yeah, like, I, I would rewatch that over and over as a child. I have yet to see that as like an adult. Glenn Close as a cake, amazing. Oh, Reminds me of the ano, uh, one one Dalmatians Happy Meals in. The oh yeah. yeah, yeah, those were nice. Anyway, <laughs> so that's Off it time. for our first. Um, topic which is Beauty and the Beast prequel. There's no name yet, no? It's just like Gaston and Lefou. Uh, on, on Wikipedia, it's called Little Town. Full of little people. As in little, yeah. <laughs> no. Why? Because uh... it's set in a little town. It is a little town. <laughs> Quiet village every day like the one before. Town. <sighs> Oh my god, we're just gonna sing those. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Um, it's our next reboot. Anyway, our next reboot in, in our line of reboots. They also came out with so many reboot news. Um, where do we even begin? Um, I guess let's start with the least um parang the least invested we're in, which is <laughs> Gossip Girl, the 20 20- uh. One reboot on HBO Max. Um, honestly, I wasn't really a big big on Gossip Girl. I never watched it. I was really a Glee person in that era, so <laughs> <laughs> that's saying something. But yeah, parang they just kind of just like changed it to be more Modern. politically uh, correct and diverse. But it's just pretty much the same. I don't know how else they'll change. Gossip Girl. But Kristen Bell is back. Yeah, watching the trailer, that's what got me. Like, hearing Kristen Bell's voice as Gossip Girl again, like, oh, I'm I'm back in high school. Like, that's what, that's just what it felt like. But other than that, I didn't really feel the... There's an angas kasi to the original Gossip Girl, which is probably why I didn't watch it as a teenager. It wasn't my thing. Um, but I didn't feel in this new one, parang, an excuse the term, it just felt like trying hard na mga rich kids. Alam mo yun, na as an adult, it's not really that fascinating to watch anymore, I guess. Maybe we're um, just past that and it's Maybe far. we're just Definitely. not the target audience exactly. for this. But at the same time, we watch High School Musical, the musical, the series, Cholo, and, and we enjoy true. it. So, 
you know, I don't know. It's weird. And this, the lead girl, she calls herself an influencer. Pero yung Instagram Her life, life only has like... Only 82 people. <laughs> You're not an influencer, girl. Mas influencer pa si na Perns and si Emil. Oh my God. <laughs> whoa, whoa, wait, wait. I, I, I don't want to own that. Whoa, no, no, no. no. <laughs> I say nothing. <laughs> but yeah, it's... Yeah. It's past. I mean, I was never interested in it in the first place. Nagulat nga ako that it exists. Wait, Kristen Bell is in Gossip Girl? She is, I, I, she is she Gossip, Gossip Girl. Girl. She's the voice of Gossip Girl. I have Girl. no idea. I have no yeah, idea. Spoilers. Same, same. Like, I have, I have nothing to offer because I don't I know like, anything about Well, in the original Gossip, Gossip Girl. Gossip Girl. <laughs> in the original Gossip Girl, si, ano, si Dan is the... Si Dan or what's his name? Si... Um, What's that? <laughs> we, uh, we don't you? know. Isn't that the, yeah, guy, the guy in you? you? What's his name again? Tom Pen Badge. Pen Badgeley. Pen Badgeley. But he wasn't Gossip Girl in the books. It was his sister. Yeah, but Dan Humphreys eventually was revealed as Gossip Girl. But Gossip Girl throughout the series, as they were trying to find out who Gossip Girl was, yeah. it's Kristen Bell's voice, who is back. But this is still set in the same Gossip Girl universe, so and run by the same showrunner. Yeah. So they're saying that um, older characters might still appear somehow. Okay. So. So Sebastian Stan back in Gossip Girl. Let's go. <laughs> I always got it confused with Pretty Little Liars. Like I couldn't tell the difference. That's what I watched. <laughs> oh, okay, there. See. That was like know. later, I think, in our. That was like mga 2011-2012 season. I uh, think ang kasabay ng Gossip Girl was like the 90210 reboot. Yes. That was right? yeah. the last of its kind teen yeah. drama before it became Vampire Diaries. Ganyan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have nothing talaga. I'm sorry. I, I got nothing. I really got nothing. <laughs> I don't Sorry. I'm sorry, guys. Don't get mad. It's okay. This is a safe space. Uh, next, we have um, iCarly also released their trailer. Um, which is also like an adult version of the same thing without um, Janet McCurdy. Uh, and Gibby. And Gibby. Gibby. Um, Aww. Yeah. Um, they both had really bad experiences with the show. Ah, uh, so. even Gibby. Yes. Sad. So, yeah, there's nothing, there doesn't, there does, uh, there doesn't seem to be anything I mean. like, um, new, aside from the new characters who are replacing those characters. Um, yeah. And, argue, I, I guess they're older. And Spencer's rich now, so, that's oh. what I've heard. I love Jerry Trainer. the most successful one among everyone because um, Freddy's divorce, Carly's yeah. like figuring it out and all that. So that's iCarly. Um, it's Paramount, a, right? Paramount. Exactly. Yeah, it's Paramount Plus. Okay. Yeah. It was nice. Like I, re- I watched the, they released the intro song for it and the vibe is, is there cool. A I don't know. Song? It's the same song. But like, you know, the visuals, it's just really nice seeing it. And um, oh my gosh, what's her name? Miranda Cosgrove um, redoing her famous meme. Of, you know, <laughs> the, the... Yeah, with the, with the cup or like the soda. She, she redoes that in this intro. And I think it's just funny. You know, if you were a fan 
of iCarly and Dragon Random Dance. <laughs> <laughs> it's just really cool to see everybody, I guess. So I'll definitely be watching it as like a This massive. is our iCarly, but less crazy, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I realized it now that like if iCarly was an actual web show that existed when we were teenagers, it would not have gone gotten famous the way that it did in the show. <laughs> but yeah, it's just fun and I mean, yeah. I mean, I would probably watch the pilots or the first episodes to yeah. see the status quo and we'll go from there. Mm. I don't have much. I'm not like the biggest iCarly stan. I've never mean, seen it. So. Oh, really? I would, yeah. I would watch when there was big guest stars like David Archuleta. That's the only... Like, that those, was a funny episode. Those episodes. I would watch those. Uh, I was a big like Freddy stan, which is like Carly and Freddy. So the fact that Sam isn't here bodes well for me. <laughs> <laughs> Good news, pala. <laughs> But I love Jeanette McCurdy. Her But that meme is me as well. That's us before the pandemic and after the pandemic with our cups in our hands. <laughs> Still watching TV shows on our computers. Yeah, definitely. Yep, in our rooms. Hi, Carly. That's it. Um, but now they're 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 cursing Narenyata, or it's more adult. Oh yeah, I I saw a tweet now. It's a very much more mature version. Like it's the same thing essentially, but like more mature content. I guess when you see it, but the way they're marketing it is like nostalgia, factoring on the nostalgia. <laughs> I'm not gonna watch it. Though. I I I don't think I'll ever like. Well, there's no interest for me in it. Yeah, sometimes you just like grow past those concepts. Mm-hmm. But it's just nice yeah. to like watch at least um, the first episode. But sometimes you get like Raven's Home. Yeah. Yeah. I also just watched the first episode of Raven's Home. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah, but HSMP MTS is completely different thing. Pero nakakatanda din yun panoorin. Oh yeah, I definitely feel old when I watch it. When they we we're like um because they have a teacher called Miss Jen. Yeah, tayo na yon. We are Miss Jen, <laughs> sadly. <laughs> like when you realize now you are the mentor, the age of the mentors in the shows that you watch, it's it's kind of depressing. <laughs> how old how old are the teachers in that show? They're like twenty something. Like your age, Emil. Wow, thanks. <laughs> Eyes wide. But yeah, like late 20s, ganyan. So not like... I, no, no. I, I am in my late, technically. Technically. Technically, we are. But, you know, it's not like... Like, we're still in that, you know, space, I guess. Which is why I relate to them more than, than the children. But yeah. Um, yes, Ayun, nothing much on that as well, I guess. Um, next also is um, the Rugrats reboot. I think Paula has seen the first episode. I saw the first episode, yeah. Um, it's not really like something completely new, no? It's more like it's 3D animated now. But like they just... It's modern, set in modern times. So it's, you know, everything adjusted well. The, the kids are watching on like a big screen and they're on tablets and stuff. And it's just nice seeing like the characters that you love so much growing up in, in this new kind of setting. And 
rendered also in a in a completely different way that I think pays like a lot of respect to the original work also. And if you watch the intro then of the new one, it's not a complete like um, copy lang of the oh. original intro, which is you know something that's very sacred, I guess, like to a lot of people. It has its own spin, and it does it really well, I think. What is a little jarring to me though when I watch it is. All of the babies are the same voice actors as they were in the 90s show, but all of the adults are different. And I, I just don't understand the reasoning why. And I don't know if it's really just preference because I'm so used to the old VOs, but the new ones don't really like sit well with me. So I don't, it's hard to explain until, unless you guys actually watch the show, which I mean, you don't don't really have to I'd, I'd rather you get we stick like to to what we know and love i think those are better put in but it's it's nice like for this new generation i wouldn't mind showing this to my little cousins and it'll be fun um so yeah and phil and lil's mom here she's um she's a lesbian in this one so that's like oh. interesting wait what, yeah, what about she, the husband no so howard doesn't exist in this like rugrats oh. universe so they really have- updated yeah. it then <laughs> Yeah, and Susie is now because like in the original Rugrats, but she's not in the opening credits, so she's like a side character, lang, but a side character that we see often. But here, like, she's really established as like part of the baby crew, which is nice. So I'm hoping Skimmy that they introduce. Sorry. It's Kimmy there. Ayun, I was gonna say like I hope they introduce Kimmy like Yay! later on in the series. That's you know that's what I hope like they'll have an homage or a reference to Rugrats um, in, in Paris. Paris. Yeah. So it's fun. I mean, as I young, just... I know, young Asian representation in Kimmy. <laughs> <laughs> but Rugrats in Paris is a great movie. Like, yes. I know. <laughs> Tell me otherwise. Reptile, he's no ordinary monster. He's a lizard <laughs> with a heart of gold. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know why I know a lot about these Paramount Plus shows, but this is fascinating to me. I guess their marketing is working. Then, mm-hmm. about the Philippines. Um, speaking of Nickelodeon, uh, we also have apparently a Legends of the Hidden Temple remake, but with adults this time around. Um, yeah, I mean, we've always wanted to join that show, right? Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. What were your like preferred teams if you guys still remember? Ooh, um, oh, shucks. Wait, I'm gonna look up the teams. Yeah, same. I'm gonna look up the teams. I like the parrots. The blue parrots. I remember the... Is it purple parrots? Or the purple parrots. Or parakeets. Do you parakeet then? Purple parrots. I think... What, was this? what, did, what did I like? I think I like the silver snakes a lot. Uh, and like I, I was always so angry that for some reason I felt like the green monkeys always won. <laughs> or I always remembered them winning. I don't know why. So like that became my my rival team in my head. I was Paratory <laughs> Iguana. Blue Barracudas. The Barracudas, yeah. Pero in fairness, ah, super scary nung mga lumalabang. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it was also like rare for a team to actually finish the temp like the temple quest. Because they were really hard. The stuff they had to do. Was... Yeah. And then you get kidnapped like midway. <laughs> so I'm interested to see how they're going to make it more like adult. Wait, so it's going to be a game show again, right? It's yeah. not going to be like a scripted series based on 
Legends of the Hidden Temple. Yeah, Although, okay. Really, no. They're casting, it's casting, but like they're recruiting contestants already in the states. So I feel like they, they, yeah, they can make it like American Ninja Warrior. <laughs> oh yeah, but for nerds, <laughs> with like after, exactly. yeah, and like spear throwing people. <laughs> Dapat may ganun na ulit dito, no? Yung mga Takeshi's castle. <laughs> yeah! I just want game ka na ba, back? Like, yes! Oh my gosh, yes. Eh. Yes. Back game ka na ba? <laughs> I mean, it's back, but I haven't seen the new Robbie Domingo version yet. Is it out na ba? Yeah, it's ongoing on Kumu. Like, oh, okay. That's why yeah, I don't watch not, it. <laughs> do people even watch TV anymore? But yeah, I would agree. Game ka na ba was like my dream childhood game show to be on. Right. Aside from legends, because I knew I would like lose there. <laughs> and I wanted to like, uh, dito, join the family legacy, in a sense, because my tito and my tita were got to be contestants for Game Kanaba at one point. Cool. Yung tito con- remember the category where it's uh, yung you have to list down eight things, mm-hmm. something. My tito reached that point, and it was like. What are the eight MMFF movies this year? I was like, yes, it's like my thing. <laughs> so it would be easy for a lot of people in this podcast too. Fights Ganda, Vic Soto, Coco Martin. Coco Martin, I, I, ano pa? Ino pa? Obligatory horror movie. Take that and roll or random uh, regal film of horror. <laughs> Otlum. <laughs> oh my god. You mean, you mean Coops? Coops? <laughs> ano yung Coops? Sa letterbox kasi sinerge ko yung Otlum sa, sa letterbox. Tapos yung English title ginawa nilang Coops. <laughs> And I realized it's just spook backwards. So, <laughs> nakakabobo. Is that a real It's real. It's real. I tweeted the screenshot. But look, go to letterbox, look for Otlum. And the thing that will come out is Coops. <laughs> god. <laughs> It's so dumb. As a Filipino, no, it's like, parang yung maisip na iba pang English word na pwedeng baligtarin. Maybe they really wanted the double on front. Coops din sila, pare. Coops, pare. Coops. Coops, pare. Coops, bro. Oh. So, yun, uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple will be in the CW. Um, speaking of the CW, um, the Powerpuff Girls, which has been uh, And... long to be on Twitter, It's getting a rework because people saw the parang script, the script leaked, and people weren't happy about it. And they were like, oh, we need to make it this darker. As Was if anybody dark. happy with the news of the Powerpuff Girls reboot in the first place anyway? <laughs> like, no. <laughs> I mean, costume. we wanted to like try to hate watch it at the very least. Yes. Uh, and I really like ano si ang pangalan niya si Agents of Shield Agents of Shield si Daisy uh, what's her name forgetting the the Chinese girl yes the Chinese girl um Chloe Bennett Chloe Bennett mm-hmm. Chloe Bennett or Chloe Wang that's her Chinese name yeah but for uh, English casting Hollywood casting purposes she had to change it Um, yeah, that would have been interesting. But I was thinking maybe like, would we want a new live-action Scooby-Doo that's not direct to uh, DVD again? Like, 
I mean, well, classic na yung James Gunn one, so parang I don't want to touch on those anymore. The thing is, kasi with like Scooby-Doo and what they did well with that is they really leaned hard on the camp factor. Yep. Yeah. So it's like funny for kids because it's like the Scooby-Doo that they watch as cartoons and it's funny for adults because, you know, who does this in real life? And that's just amusing to watch. Versus the Powerpuff Girls reboot that based on that script was trying really hard to emphasize that these are women and they have sexual needs and they go to therapy. And I'm like, this is written by a high schooler. Like that's what it, it felt like a fanfic. It felt like a badly written fanfic. So there was no leaning into what made the Powerpuff Girls like really likable growing up. I would rather watch like that weird Japanese Powerpuff Girls Z. Girls Z. I, I would rather watch that than whatever it was they were trying to make with this dark, edgy Riverdale lead um, <laughs> version of the Powerpuff Girls. I didn't want to believe it was real because. <laughs> Because the one of the showrunners and writers is Diablo Cody, and I I like her work. Mm. And I'm reading the, I read I saw the leak, and I was like, no way. And then I swiped to the next page, no way. And then the third, no, oh my God, this is this can't be real. And it like that thread <laughs> went on and on. And I was like, oh, you can't be serious. And then that guy deleted the tweet. But, yeah, find uh, it anymore. Yeah, and the next day they interviewed the the creator, the show, the head runner, the like the pinaka head ng ano, and they because uh, this was the day after they shelved it, Muna, and he would not answer any questions about if there was any leaks. Like, oh my god, you just con- basically oh, confirmed it. Yeah. And I, oh my gosh, and I feel bad because I think a lot of people will still want to watch it because how they're trying to because <laughs> not like one like. Okay, this is too intriguing. I have to see what's happening here. Yeah. Like it seems like I guess in some like in in the bit of the way how Riverdale was, like when Riverdale came out and it was sobrant dark and edges like, "Ooh, what's happening?" And then people end up watching. I, I think that's the, that might be the same effect. The first season. I liked Riverdale season 1. <laughs> Never saw anything. <laughs> Never saw at the, all. Our series are too sacred to me. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what that's what I think you appeal na darating ng ano ng Power of Girls, especially since it's also CW. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just sorry. I I was just gonna say that I really wanted to watch it just because it looked Same. so bad. It's so ridiculous. Fair, and I don't I don't watch a lot of like quote unquote trash TV, but I. I, I understand the appeal and like I I wanted to like commit to this because I was thinking this is so this looks so dumb but I feel like it'll be fun like because because Riverdale still gets still gets like a lot of viewers for some strange reason and <laughs> it's, it's in like season what now five or something like that Seven, uh, Four, uh, aren't, aren't they aging everyone up now or something oh, no, like that it's not season and, seven. I think it's season five but it's seven okay. years after the oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. But because, yeah, and like uh, no, um the according to my friend, like literally, Sirisa, shout out. Hi, um, she watches it, I think. Or I'm not sure if she gave up now, but um <laughs> the adults, the, the parents already left the show as in they didn't they didn't want to continue uh, <laughs> on that show. Like the parents of Veronica and um 
arch. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. They just because yeah. One I know one of the parents is on God another show I watch anyway. But sorry, not to interrupt. But I was just gonna say also that um, like a lot of critics who still review Riverdale still give it like positive ratings. But I feel like just because they've sort of given in to the insanity of it, <laughs> and I was hoping that that was that's what Powerpuff was going to be. Like I wanted that in my life. Five season long Powerpuff Girls. Yes. Live action. But if anything, they the executives watched the pilot, which means there's a video of it somewhere out there. True. So all it, it takes potentially be one, leaked. <laughs> all it takes is one good hacker, and they will bring it <laughs> out. Twenty-eight minutes in all its, I know, drastic glory, glory. <laughs> glory. But maybe glory? what would be great for Cartoon Network? Um, IP would be to just release like an animated cinematic universe with Powerpuff Girls and Dexter's Lab. Samurai Jack. <laughs> yeah, all of those people. Diba the commercials before sa Cartoon Network. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But make that like into a story. That would be like really cool. I would watch that. Oh, yeah. It's uh, Space Jam 2. Exactly. That's <laughs> Hanna-Barbera, right? But the, all the war- yeah, but that's Warner. Eh? So Warner. they're gonna... And Harry be- Potter appears there, diba? Space Jam 2. Yeah, all the Warner will go in, will appear there. I'm very so, excited for that, though. I, I Same. And it I, comes I out on my birthday. I'm Ooh. happy. Yes, I'm so happy. That's my birthday gift, getting to see LeBron. Become, yun know, LeBron's, LeBron's consolation. <laughs> LeBron is a really good, like, comedic <laughs> actor, though. Like, I don't know if you guys have watched Trainwreck. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Comedic timing in Trainwreck. He was funnier to me than Bill Hader was. <laughs> well... I mean, Fair. I absolutely love Bill Hader, but every time LeBron was on screen, like he would just steal the show. So I'm, I'm hoping that like that happens as well with with Space Jam. And speaking of WB, what makes me sad is just I just uh, found out that the Lego Batman movie two isn't happening anymore, and that yeah. like sad. Um, apparently, um, Universal bought the rights to Lego films. Oh. And that will, um, parang, of course, their focus wouldn't be on any of the Warner Brothers properties in yeah. Lego anymore. Although there were there are plans now that were revealed for the sequel, supposedly, which will introduce the Justice League even further. Um, and Dan Harmon was on board also for that sequel, but now it's scrapped and we'll probably never see the light of day, sadly, because I really love the. First Lego thing. Batman is like one of the best Batman movies yeah, ever made. Exactly. So it's really sad stuff. <laughs> what happens to Lego Masters though, the show? Feeling ko the non um IP from Warner Brothers will live on. Okay. Cuz like um parang the Jurassic Park or Jurassic World characters will continue to live on as a Lego <laughs> Because they're universal property. Yeah, it's universal. Eh. So, yun. Um, <laughs> last is Temple Run is apparently getting its own live action series, which does not really make sense because it's You're several years too late. Yeah. <laughs> it's 10 years too late. Maybe even more than 10 years. I have no I have no idea. I was I couldn't believe I was sending the, I was typing that message to everyone. I was like 
so this is happening. <laughs> I was like, are you serious? Did I even send the other one, the other news, you know, about Minions? Mm, There's gonna be oh another one. No, 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 no. Do you remember the Minions game? Yes. Oh, that was like, it, that, that subway train thing? That was yeah, the, uh, it, the Minions game, it reached a billion downloads. Oh, yeah. I was like, I was like, people downloaded it reached a billion it's really the kids. it's the kids it's kids uh, so it's a own game <laughs> it's, it's subway surfer i love subway surfer yeah so it's that but minions exactly I want, yeah so i was like ah, i want you. i want a subway surfer movie i'd watch that i'm I, at this point i'd rather watch like a flappy bird movie than like a temple <laughs> run they're going temple run like, they might as well do flappy bird <laughs> That might be a like a Angry oh Birds movie or something. I love Flappy that. Bird. I love that game. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the whole and they, and it's like the whole of so But at this point, like if you're making a Temple Run one, oh. like, I wouldn't mind the Flappy Bird movie as well. <laughs> at least Temple Run can have yung tao so my conflict. <laughs> <laughs> it just <laughs> <slaps him>. <laughs> <laughs> the pipe directed the pipe? by Terence Malick. Like, <laughs> the bird directed by Chloe Zhao. <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> okay, I'm so I'm, I'm sold now. I'm just talking about it. <laughs> game. Like an art house movie. The flappy flappy bird, though. I swear, like the pitches that we have on the show for like cinematic universe. Yes, Vice Ganda Cinematic Universe. Vice Ganda Cinematic Universe. Oh! Tatiana, mas lani matakot ka na. Yeah. Weird news. Very weird news. Gusto ka pa rin panoorin yung The Mall, The Merrier, as per Emil's recommendation. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> All right, okay. All right. Okay, moving on to our next news. Um this is Knives Out 2 news, um which has been oh. going for the longest time and uh it's pretty it's shaping up to be pretty exciting. Um the latest addition to the cast is Jessica Henwick who appeared in Game of Thrones and um Iron, Iron Fist. Fist. Yeah. Yeah. Um Prince Love Monster. Would you like to Roll call. Roll call. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I was so sur- First of all, I was surprised that they were actually going to push through with the Knives Out 2. And then... Netflix I mean, Netflix paid $400 million dollars to get so that. Of course. <laughs> so good. But then, like, one by one, they they mentioned the people who were showing up. I was like, oh my go- oh my gosh. I am I, really excited. So the people they have in alphabetical order uh, apart from oh Jessica God. Henwick they also got Dave Batista um uh, Catherine Hahn like, hey. uh, it was her all along yeah it was her all along uh Madeline Klein Edward Norton Kate Hudson Leslie Odom Jr yeah. and hey. Janelle Monáe so I was like yeah. oh my gosh they add, I can't if they add another name I just might explode Chris Evans returns. Chris Evans as ransom. As ransom in jail. In jail. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be mad about. Like, Who would be? Of course, of course, you wouldn't. Of course, you wouldn't fall. Related happy Chris Evans day. Yeah. Oh yeah, happy birthday! Okay, I can see forty. I cannot believe forty. Goodness. 
I, I love Knives Out, so anything that's a sequel to that would be amazing to me. That's, that's we need funny. more murder mystery like movies again. It's so fun. And Paula has been on a murder mystery uh, role recently yeah. as well. So yeah. <laughs> Non-stop thing. Agatha Christie be- uh, books recently. It's great. Yeah. I read Death on the Nile. And I just don't know how they're gonna promote the cinematic release for that, given like how problematic all of the actors are in that cast. Wait, there's more than one problematic actor. Who's so the other? Army one? Hammer. Yeah. Oh God. Okay. Gal Gadot. Oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Letitia Wright, who is an anti-vaxxer. <laughs> so like, how... I, I'm hoping. Yeah, I'm hoping she like learned since right? then. But, yeah. But like, how are you gonna promote this film? It's just like, PR mess. Yeah. Kawawa naman si... Kenneth Branagh. Kenneth Branagh. Yeah. Oh, well. The mystery of these problematic people. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, exciting news about uh, Knives Out 2. And Jessica Henwick also joins the cast of Matrix 4. So that's mm-hmm. gonna be you like... See her, yeah, do you see her new haircut? God, I hope it's yeah. good. Yeah. In blue, I'm, right? I'm yeah. going to look now. <laughs> I know me I'm, too. I'm looking respectfully. <laughs> oh yo, that's so cool. She looks cool. She's the best part of Iron Fist. Yo, so. I want to hit. I want that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I have not, I have not cut my hair in months. See, it looks yeah. Okay, I, yeah. I I heard like different. <laughs> so okay. So Prince is joining the Beach Club. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Yeah. Actually, do it since you have long hair. It's like you're gonna chop it. Yeah, off. test it out. Yeah, out like out. at the ends, because like don't see. do it like near yeah. the. We shall see. But what's the name? Matrix Four still doesn't have a name. It's just Matrix Four. I'm yeah. Into the Matrix Verse. <laughs> oh my God! Speaking of um, Into the Spider Verse, so my brother is like the biggest Spider-Man fan that I know. And he sent me a teaser for No Way oh Home. Tamaba. Yeah, No Way Home. Yes. The Mexican teaser for No Way Where Home. Ng English. I, like, what? I know. But like, what's the difference with this? And he shows me at the end, there's the glitch. The Into the Spider-Verse glitch happens in an official Marvel release teaser for No Way Home. You know, there's just that hint of like there could be an insinuation to the end of the Spider-Verse. Oh, guys. So, it's Mephisto. It's <laughs> so, like, breadcrumbs that I, my brother is feeding on, I'm just spreading it to the world. So, something to hopefully expect from the new Spider-Man trailer, which will probably come out when Black Widow does. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's yeah. And that's not too far from now. Yeah, July. Mm-hmm. Ten years in the making. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. Um, any other thoughts on Jessica Henwick? Excited. She's great. Excited for her. But I'm thinking, uh, what about, I mean, the whole Marvel thing also? Are they just retconning a lot of the things? They haven't officially revealed that. Because there are rumors also that um, Charlie Cox is mm. appearing yeah. as Daredevil again. To be fair, nobody wants Iron Fist back, so I feel like they can just easily <laughs> yeah, like on Jessica Henwick. Yeah. Let that one go. Maybe he will appear in Shang-Chi as a new person. Who knows? 
Nah. <laughs> it's okay. We can keep everybody else. It's just not bad. Yeah. It's okay. All right. Uh, next, we have our new music segment where we talk about new music. Oh, we talk about. Uh, Emil has a lot on his uh, record list. <laughs> well, I'm sure if Dren were here, he would say listen to Alcohol Free by Twice. And I really... I like that song because of the parts where they talk about cocktails. <laughs> so lang uminom ng cocktails. Um, yeah. But it's really it's a really fun like chill samba-ish song. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also Ben and Ben came out with uh, Leaves the 2021 version featuring Young K of Basics. So good. Um not biased, but I really, really enjoyed. It's just like it came out at a time where I was so stressed and so I know, and just hearing a new rendition saying all will be all right in time. It's just like very timely. And also their song Magpahinga, which is which is also a great song. Um I think that deserves more love because everyone feels tired these days. Um, Emil? <laughs> I mean, first of all, uh, Lord is back out yes. of nowhere after four years since Manadrama came out 2017, right? 2015, Oh my God, has it been that long? Okay, 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 good. But yeah, um, and yung comment ko sa group chat natin, di ako sanay na masaya si Lord for once. <laughs> Kasi sobrang, sobrang dark ng, ng material niya, but I'm, I'm happy for her. And it's it's a very it took me a while to get used to it, not just because she was happy, but because I I purposely set my alarm like super early in the morning so I could listen to it when it dropped. Then I I tried and I again I wasn't expecting a happy song, so I was lying in bed with my phone. I was half awake trying to vibe to a really happy song. <laughs> so I couldn't I, I couldn't get into it at first because I was half asleep. But like watching the music video, like she's just so fresh and and, and yellow in lang talaga and yellow. So she needed four years learned. to um you know to compo uh, to organize that cult in the video <laughs> in midsummer cult yeah, yeah. yeah I mean again I'm I'm not I wouldn't say man I have like a lot of um music recommendations just like it's just that the other day people kept posting like new music stuff the the ones that I've listened to um. The one I got to kind of late was the new album from Japanese Breakfast in Jubilee. Um, she's the uh, the front woman of Japanese Breakfast, Michelle Zahner, also released a memoir recently called Crying in H Mart, which a lot of people have been, um, I've been reading that. as well. Yeah. So this is, I, again, I'm, I'm also not like the best person to talk about Japanese Breakfast because this is the first time I'm listening to her, but it's really, really great stuff. It's, uh, I mean, it's, it's it's pop music, but it's it's done in a very like god I, I can't talk about music like it's done in an interesting way i feel um and then aside from them like the only uh, the other ones i'll bring up also are if you want to talk uh filipino music uh the indie band the buildings came out with a with an album recently called heaven is a long exhale um they do very like bedroom indie rock so it, it feels very relatable it feels very like you're just at a gig with friends and whatnot. Um, so yeah, you should also check that out. That's fine. May hit it now for that. Okay. Ano yung lyric nun? 
to heaven is a long ex. Oh, no, that, 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 that's also what played in my head first, but yeah. Okay, never mind. <laughs> After that, uh, speaking of OPM also, I really like Reese Lansangan's new album called Time Well Spent. One of the songs called Orbiting is just really, really good. And she just had a billboard, Spotify billboard on Times Square, well-deserved. Um, Orbiting, just listen to that. Um, one of my favorite songs on that album. And yung one of the lead tracks called What Is This Feeling? It's just really nice to listen to. Um, ano pa ba? Yeah, EXO. Sorry. Mary the Night, Kylie Minogue. Yes. <laughs> Gay representation. It's Pride Month. Oh. Literally. <laughs> yeah. People Great. are like, oh, Kylie Minogue saying Gaga how many times in one song? <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's when it's uh, Born This Way's 25th, uh, 25th, 10th anniversary. 10th, oh. 25th. We're not that old. We're not right now. <laughs> it's Born This Way's 10th anniversary album re release. On June 25th. That's what I meant. Um, ah. And uh, they're re- releasing uh, reimagined versions of the songs. They came out with Anamuna, Judas, which... Was it out now? Yes. Um, it was sung by Big Frida. Big Fridia. Um, and then the next one was Kylie's Mary the Night. And the rest will be dropping on June 25th. Um, and that will be featuring a lot. The songs, uh, the people that Lady Gaga chose are people who are important or active in the LGBTQIA plus community. So, I mean, that is the essence of Born This Way to begin with. And we have come a long way since 10 years ago. Um, you know, how... It was still People kind of wanted to ban Lady Gaga from the Philippines <laughs> and all that stuff. Grave. Yun. Um, we'll probably have something related to that closer to Pride on uh, Lady Gaga. And uh, also, EXO came out with the EP called yeah, Come Back. Don't Stop the Feeling. Their, sixth, their special album where before, because it's not a lot of people are enlisted right now. And it's yeah. A really good Walang Tapon K-pop album. Um, really good song. One of my favorite uh, B-sides is Paradise on that uh, album. Uh, yeah. I guess those are my music recs recently. Any other recs? Um, I would say Apple Music also. Um, people have been raving about this. And if you have not tried Apple Music's uh, spatial audio experience, it's very spatial. Uh, <laughs> You, it makes you feel special. <laughs> and that's the end of the show. Until <laughs> Bito. Yeah, I, I'm I'm not I'm honestly a Spotify subscriber. Um, but getting to hear that experience is really something different. And you really get to appreciate the music deeper. Because you it what feels like sorry. How much is Apple Music? Apple now? Music, uh, there's a free trial for 129 pesos for three months. Because if you're, that's for returning subscribers, I think. But there's a free three month trial for free, um, if you're, um, doing it for the first time. Okay. But yeah, um, 
it's Dolby Atmos for those songs that they released. And you really feel na the music is around you. Especially for the first song I listened to was August by Taylor Swift from Folklore. And that was like very like ethereal feeling being in that song. You feel like you're in that song. And alam mo mga parts na some artists whisper words. It's like they're in your, beside you. Parang whispering in your ear or something. It's really like that. And uh, yeah, it's just really a cool experience. And I guess game-changing for music. Um, yeah. I'm, that's my Apple Music moment for the episode. Not sponsored, but Apple. Hello. Uh, <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. But hello. I, I was going to mention, sorry, I was going to mention also, although we'll probably talk about this in a future episode, but if you want to talk new music releases, technically the soundtrack album of In the Heights, Woo! which I have, I've now listened to that and the original Broadway album, like back to back, just to like, compare things with that interesting show. So which do you prefer? Oh, the original, but except for one song. But I don't know if we'll get in I if I start talking about it now I'm gonna go on forever. So <laughs> tune in next time. Tune in to our episode. Or in the yeah. heights episode. Yes. Um yeah. Music, any more music before our last um topic, which I guess we'll magbababad tayo pretty lengthy-ish. Not too much, but a bit. Okay. So now we head to our main dish. Main dish for the day, which has been trending everywhere the last week or so. It's Trese, the animated Netflix series. And thoughts? <laughs> oh, Prince hasn't watched I haven't seen it. So I only oh, really? know what the internet's talking about. I have other stuff to do. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. All right. <laughs> it's a verified it's, it's user. Sports season. Sports season. Okay. 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 That's why. That's all fair. I know is everything that the internet's talking about. That's all I know. Um. So well, I watched both the English and Filipino dub back to back, just because I want to be supportive of like all the dubs, and I am genuinely. And Manny Jacinto. <laughs> Manny Jacinto <laughs> is great as Maliksi. Um, and I mean, like, I think the internet is being a little too, like, wolfish at, like, the criticisms they have for Trese in comparing it to, like, actual anime, like, from Japan, which I don't think is very fair. Um, no. I mean, it's the not necessarily the first anime in the Philippines we have like Barangay 143 to be proud of for that. So I think if we're talking like comparisons, that's where we should be comparing Tresa to. Not like the bigger, not, you know, always just like the worldwide or like bigger public releases because that's not very fair. Um, so I do think like there's a lot of work with Tresa. Having had read the comic books just now, um, I I do think that People should read that. I, I think it's like obviously the better. Ooh! Uh, hey, hey, I'm holding up. I'm holding up the first volume for those who are listening. <laughs> but third, masadong malayo. I don't want to read for them. But um, I think they explain the lores better. That's my biggest criticism, kasi talaga of the series. That if you're not Filipino, or even if you are Filipino, and if you're not like aware of the myths 
Knights of the Lores, you're gonna get lost or like you're gonna get pretty confused as to what like About certain what creatures the are, what they do. Um, so I had to ask my dad some questions then when we would watch together just to make sure that like what I know about these creatures are correct or at least are like well known to most Filipinos. Um, and again, like the uh, constant critis- criticism on Liza, I think like as Inka Magnaya said, her voice is fit. Like just her tone is correct naman talaga for Teresa's character. Still very young enough for the role, but she can have that like angas or like that um, aloofness that like Teresa as a character does have in the comics. I just don't think she was like trained well enough to be an actual voice actor, um, which is something that can be fixed. But sayang lang kasi to me nasasayangan ako because all of the other voice actors who are like seasoned voice actors for the Filipino and the English ones. Um, they don't get as much appreciation because people get really bothered by the lead role. So I don't know how they're going to fix that um, moving forward. Hope either Liza gets more training or they recast her for someone who can actually like speak Filipino like naturally. There's a lot of possibilities, but I think like for a first season, it's just like one long episode. That's how I felt with the whole series, um, which... It's interesting. I mean, it gets enough people hype. Teresa is now officially sold out everywhere. Um, so, you know, there's bound to be good things that can happen for the, from this. I just think people are too excited about it and that's why they're being too critical about it all. So, it's a good watch. I mean, like, if you're a fan of anime and if you're a fan of Filipino myth, it's great. I cannot forgive the way Shay Mitchell pronounces some Filipino words. Like, I don't understand who her VO director was and why they didn't like coach her more. I, just, I don't get it. And Manny Jacinto as Maliksi again. Like, I have to listen that. to that. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> just Manny Jacinto. It's, it's my biggest. Ano. <laughs> Nuno. Yeah. I think the, the VO for Nuno is... Hmm great for both the English and Filipino dubs. Got me buying chocolate. That's what same, I... Same. Hard same. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, um, I did also get the comics, volume 1 to 3. Really good. Um, but yeah, it's a great start. Definitely something to be proud of. Um, regardless of all the criticisms, which are actually pretty fair. Na, you know, we can't win at everything right off the bat, right? It's something that has to be improved. Um, yeah, and parang it, I just felt a sense of pride talaga with it being the first um, Southeast Asian Netflix anime, first Filipino one, and, you know, getting those stories out. But I do agree with Paula where she says about I just realized that now na parang, oh nga no, they didn't really we already know what those mythological creatures are, kaya we didn't, we didn't, we didn't need the explaining. But maybe, you know, those anime quick commercial art cards would probably help somehow eventually <laughs> between breaks. But uh, yeah, see, Liza wasn't the best choice, definitely. But I, I could, I, I totally understand how the industry works and uh, yeah. how to get things going. Because, you know, I feel like a lot of people are also just looking at it at the surface level na parang, you know, it's just very that na they did 
bad casting, etc. But you have to look at it one at a marketing perspective, how to get more viewers mm-hmm. and how to get more seasons produced. It's part of it. Eh? It's really um it's really unavoidable, especially here. Um Rocket Sheep Studio actually posted something in relation to that where they say na you know it's one of the reasons these projects are greenlit to begin with is that um, to get investors interested and that they will have ROI na alam mo yun, they have big names attached to it and that's the way to go sadly unfortunately in the Philippines right now since animation is in its infancy and I totally get that and I don't completely hate Liza's uh, voice acting on this one uh, I know Paula feels differently on that but <laughs> okay, out, why don't you <laughs> I mean, you, you know, you know, I understand, I understand it because I also felt it, especially after like the second episode. But you know, it is what it is. Hopefully, they people learn from it. But also, Jay Oliva, who is the um, showrunner, actually replied to Inka Magnaye and her tweets about it, saying, "Actors are actors, whether it's in front of the camera or on stage or in the voice recording booth." Because Inka had a lot to say, diba, about um, ayun. So parang I don't know that that annoys me because there is a difference in voice acting than like yeah. on camera. I feel it's like it's kind of off that the showrunner has to reply that to like just an opinion of an influencer. But I feel like in Inka as a voice actress, din kasi has a really huge influence. So I don't know how that reply came about. Um, and Inka did do her own uh, attempt at dubbing a Tagalog version on a her. A lot TikTok. of dubbers did, yeah. Yeah, so ayun. Si ano din de bag Liza. I did not. Castro. Yeah, she. Someone posted something. I yeah, it's know. like a fan edit lang. It was a. Yeah. 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 And, several TikTokers and dubbers have done it. And, yeah. Emil, yeah. who wrote uh, an article on rap, yes, read that article. It's called um, yeah. "Thank stuck, You." Stuck between marketing and what was that mythology? I think mystery, mystery, mystery. Yeah. It took me like an hour to come up with the title. By the way, I hate in writing pala titles. It's always <laughs> yeah. the hardest thing. Yeah, oh it's the last thing you write. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, just to like echo stuff from that review. Um, like, well, first of all, like I think. All the criticism the man is fair game. Uh, obviously, like when the the tweets and stuff just end up sort of ad homineming um, certain people, like that's when I'm bothered. Obviously, uh, which I've seen happen enough, but I think generally the reception has been pretty positive, and the criticism has mostly been very objective. The man, um, and like on the flip side, I feel like when people uh, provide like uh, fair criticism of let's say Liza or, or the show itself people are allowed to criticize like some people just to take it like it's like we're trying to tear down like this Filipino yeah. property we're really we're really not like I think it's fair lang that we obviously want to see it um, be good quality um, and like what Chola said I think it's really important to think of the show in terms of like it's clearly trying to market itself to an international audience and I think a lot of the problems that it has and I do have a lot of problems with it even if I enjoyed it, man, um, 
I feel like a lot of the problems are very clearly a result of the fact that it's still trying to pitch itself to yeah. to the world. Um, and so for me, it's it's a little easier to forgive some of the some of the things that I don't like just because I know it it sucks to say, but I know that the show wasn't made for Filipinos. Like it's it's being made for like everybody, which is why they it's it, like in a six episode run they had to include the. Um, the solo cases from the early uh, volumes of Trese, but then they had to introduce also like this huge like epic fantasy thing in the last two episodes with a 10-minute monologue that takes up <laughs> one third of the finale. Um, that's why uh, some of the more like provocative or controversial storylines, I'm, I'm told, um, were sort of sanitized for for the series that's why like there's like a good cop character who i do not like at all um so yeah like there's just a whole lot of stuff they solved that for you spoiler alert yeah even the way that that was quote-unquote solved is just problematic <laughs> yeah I, but i mean I, I mean at the end of the day because I, it feels like because of how popular Teresa has gotten i feel like i've been talking about it for so long even if it's only it only came out like Last a few week. days ago yeah not um, even a week ago it was and like, not even like yeah, four, days ago. Four, four days ago four days but i will say though that it that's that's a really good sign like i i think that the marketing department like really went all awesome. out because the Thank fact you. that the fact that people are still talking about it is crazy and i'm seeing more memes i'm seeing more not safe for work fan art, fan art. <laughs> <laughs> so there's many. so much there's so much of it um but yeah like it's just it's exciting that that's happening and i think it's we're allowed to champion it as like this is a filipino product at the same time say we really need to fix a lot of stuff and yeah so i'm like even if i have issues with the show i'm still like super excited for a second season because i i'm oh, yeah. positive that they will have more creative control the yeah. worry the worry lang is that because they introduced the whole epic fantasy story i can't imagine the series going back to individual cases case which case. which yeah which were the best parts of season one i think so Agreed. we'll see what happens i guess yeah also, the the English voice cast should just stick to like the real accent. Their like, accent. Stop, stop pretending to be Filipino. It's fine. Like Darren <laughs> Chris with the fake as Filipino accent is so oh, like. He 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 was a little okay for me, but the guy who plays Tapia in the very first episode, he says 1995 with Uh-oh. a really strong vibe, <laughs> and it's just so fake. Like just don't I, do it, man. I don't know why, but it does feel a little racist to me when they yeah. do that like even bit, if they yeah. are filipinos like it's just it's the way that when jokoy tries to be funny when yeah. he's copying mm. his mom that's what it feels like to me and it's just not it's not genuine like if you're targeting how they perceive us versus how we actually are like filipino americans or like filipino westerners whatever they don't have that accent most of the time naman anyway or is it ever it's just like really yeah. really and it's okay i mean like i watched the japanese dub also and like it's not like they were trying to like add a filipino accent yeah. either no so it's fine yeah it's okay it's okay guys yeah my cousin my film cousin called it very fog or fresh off the boat uh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's an accurate um, description of that but yeah um, uh, oh, the writing as well in filipino 
like concerns me. The way that I've described it to my brother, it's very Athenian Tagalog. And like <laughs> Athenians in this chat, I don't know if you guys agree, but it, it is that, the the type that, to be fair, budget is also Athenian. Um, you write it in English first and then translate it into Tagalog after. Like that's how it seems to have been written. And you can really feel that in the way that the words are a little too formal, a little too deep, like not the kind of conversational language that you'd have day to day with Filipinos. And that bothers me a little bit because I do want, as much as we all want Tresa to be like marketable worldwide, I think what's more important to me at least is that it's watched by Filipinos, by most Filipinos. And, you know, a lot of them will probably not watch the English dub and try to watch the Tagalog dub. But if that, it, also alienates them that's kind of sad like that's that's our that's one of our languages and it's just not done like with justice Mm -hmm. i think so there's that i also like i know that netflix has complete control of it at the moment but one of my dreams for trese is for it to be released on television where more people will be able to watch it um because not everybody has access to netflix and that's why there's this whole issue then with like the piracy about Tresa that's that's happening and I agree naman that we should support like the original content but at the same time I I want more Filipinos watching it diba? like I want more of us to see ourselves like on screen and recognize brands that we grew up with um at and in the background except so, that super big chalk nut that does not exist but maybe it, it apparently does exist what like, yeah it yeah they tried to make it They tried to make it though, according to Evet Tan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah parang yung ano ba yun? Yung parang Hershey's na malaki, but like chocolate. <laughs> they tried to make it though, but the thing is, kasi the consistency of chocolate, like masyado siyang crumbly, crumbly, so it can't like sustain the big form that it does in that weird. <laughs> And it only happens in the first episode of Trese eh, because in the rest of the season, malit na. <laughs> <laughs> may budget siya nung una. Nakakatawa. <laughs> <laughs> Kaya na inisinuno. <laughs> anyway, spoiler alert. But yeah, marketing, I just want to show this off uh, joke. Oh, we can't, we can't <laughs> you tried. We can't see Tresa it. Tresa made it disappear. There. Ayun, there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody gave okay. me this. Shout out to uh, Miss Day Kabuhat. Um, she's one of the managers I work, artist managers I work with. And... Uh, She just sent me it. I don't know why she thought that I would appreciate it, but I really do. Which you do. <laughs> Because it's I, I was like really like manifesting that I really want to find that Inquirer cover with Trese. And then she just messaged me, hey, I'm gonna give you my copy. I'm like, okay, yes. awesome. And Miss Day is like amazing. She's like uh, actually one of the business partners of Will's Portasho. Um, so parang, a wow, a legend indeed. And she's also like... Um, the manager of the Eraserheads before. So, mm. really wow. cool stuff. And at least manager up to this day, I would believe. So, um, yeah, shout out to Miss Day. You are amazing. Um, yun. And the marketing talaga, parang, you know, those billboards with slashes, just really great stuff. Yeah. Like, they're the, not a rival agency, but like, they're... They're not my agency at the least, but like Gigil did like amazing work with all of the ads leading up to and even now like that it's 
out everything they've done for Trese, I think, aided to how big it is. So, sobrang laing kudos to them. Yung, a- yung, yung ABS, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say. AB, the, the name change. And yeah, what a feat, actually. <laughs> so. I mean, if they could only, like, show that on TV, no? On ABS. Mm. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But maybe, yeah. you know, with the blood, I don't know how that's gonna work. You release it like late at night, like Nick at night. Then. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> I mean, it's like I, I don't even think it's. I feel like I've seen way more violent anime that that but, aired on like as like when I was a child. Or, like <laughs> even even something like Rurouni Engine for me felt very violent as a child, and it, like it, it is. Yeah, Dress is gory, but it's not too bad. It's like a DC animated show, like in terms of violence. Um, one of the more tame ones, I suppose. But yeah. So, I mean, besides, I still have high hopes just because also because the marketing did its job. I feel like Young Dress has become sort of like officially part na siya ng, ng, ng like meme universe ng Pilipinas. Like, yeah. Which is a like, good sign. That's exactly, what you exactly. made it. Yeah, like five years down the line, if someone posts like a Dress meme, I feel like people will still, it'll still remind people. Eh, Dress meme. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. Okay. That was unintentional. But yes. But yeah. So when you search Trese on Jiffy, milumalabas sa Trese may talaga. I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, I've like I said, like I've I have a lot of high hopes. And in the in the other podcast I was just on for Unreal.ph, where we were talking about Trese as as well, um, we were talking about sort of like our hopes of what we. Of what we hope like season two would be and for me like even if i would like to see more like individual cases because like sitresa doesn't really get to be an investigator in this show like she really just asks other creatures to yeah. tell her what's happening but i really like the the idea of her as trying to negotiate with all the tribes to keep the peace which i think is super interesting and i feel like they can totally go like season one game of thrones there and just like have it be like a political sort of drama um yeah and yeah I'm just, I'm just like dreading all the fan art we're gonna keep getting. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not. Oh Basilio and Crispin. Crispin Basilio. Yes. I don't think there's enough Maliksi fan art, like guys. Like, I, the, nakita mo na ba yung sa same artist na sinend ko sa iyo kanina? I did, yeah. <laughs> I did. Um, I'm guessing yeah. Maliksi is the tikbalang. Yes. yes. Okay. I, I, I got nothing. I have nothing. Okay. I mean, I, I can, I can see the appeal. Yeah. yeah. All that's playing in my head, talaga, is <laughs> is Manny Jacinto's voice. So that that just sells him for me. <laughs> but definitely to bounce off Emil, yeah. I mean, I w- I would sing uh, reading the individual cases also. It's it's nice how they were also able to kind of tie them in together on the show, although it feels very, ano na um. A bridge, tama ba? Bridge or a bridge? Mm. yeah, because yeah. they combined certain yeah. cases. Yeah, yeah, it's just uh, reading having had read the cases, um, parang a bit longer, parang sayang opportunity to dive into those mysteries. But you know, they could always create more stories, and there's more volumes that are untapped. So season two definitely, I hope it's longer. Um, although the six episodes were nice, were, were a nice pace, quick pace. Although yung nga yung last part of episode six, tama si Emil don. Um, 
but yeah, it's a really I, I'm I'm just happy that it is it exists, and I'm really excited to see what else goes from here. Um, hello, Tresa Funko Pop. <laughs> that would be great. Of course. Yes, of course. As part of my never-ending <laughs> um, collection. I tried to make my hair and I like her, but my, my hair is way too long. So. Well, I have, I have the green going on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Paula. If my hair is like black again, then maybe, yeah. I can no, totally I imagine like... Paula and Tresa cosplay. In... Oh, totally. Yeah, with the trench coat? Yeah, yeah. for sure. But the thing is, because I for sure, like the next time there's going to be like a corner, or even like this Halloween, there's too many dresses going to be like, out and about. So we'll, we'll go a different path. Maybe I'll do one of the Kambal. Who knows? <laughs> oh, yeah. Ooh. Sure. Gender bent, yeah. Yeah, diba? why not? But like, I don't know um, if you guys picked up the newer volumes, and I'm because I'm not 100% sure if they're in the older like issues of Trese or the older releases of Trese. But um, in volume three, there's a lot of like fan art that they posted or published at the end of the book. So fan arts throughout the years. And it's nice to see because both Budge and Kajo, yeah, both Budge and Kajo are from advertising. And it's just so wonderful to see all these advertising names doing fan art for Trese and supporting like um, the creative works of the other of other people in advertising and budget is just like goals as a creative person like writing this book um, becoming ECD of one of the biggest advertising agencies in the Philippines he was ECD of Macan World Group for a while and now he works for freaking Lego like how amazing is this person and he's coming out with a new Trese book this year as well like grab it like it's no words to how much in all I am of like budget and his creative prowess. And it's making us read. So again, yes. I'm so okay. happy to be reading again. It just feels great in this like digital age. Nah, we yeah. get to take a step back from our screens, our daily Zoom meetings with the robotic recording voices. Um and just have parang a short time. Um relaxing your eyes a bit with paper yeah. instead. <laughs> I realized also, because earlier, like, I guess, like, a couple months ago, I was, I was doing, like, a, it wasn't really a talk, it was, like, an intact thing with, um, with a couple of creative writing graduates, and we were talking to freshmen about our careers and whatever, and then, but like, before, before the presentation started, I swear this is related, before, before the presentation started, <laughs> um, one of them asked the other, what are you reading now? And then number one, I realized that I had no answer to that question. Number two, that that's just sexy question to ask somebody like, what are you reading? Oh, yeah. And then if they have an answer, like it's so it's so much it's so much better than like if someone asks, oh, what are you watching now? Like TV or whatever. When someone says like, what are you reading now? Because because it's like a personal like activity, deba right? and yeah. like it's sort of like. Like I, that's the moment I also realized like I don't read and I should. So I've also been reading like more like poetry. Also, I've gotten used to that. So it's it's nice. It's fun. But I also still spend most of my time watching, watching. movies and TV and playing Lord of the Rings in the background. So yeah. Oh! <laughs> I think it's I don't know. I think it's great. I think what Teresa is doing now is there's a resurgence then of like Filipino work. Yeah, yeah, a lot yeah, of people yeah. are more interested in reading more in reading more Filipino comics. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Hopefully, you know, we all start becoming fans of our local work once again. That's I saw that I think Yung Pen Lab, the the website that hosts like these different yeah. Filipino comics, like they posted about how 
like their record was broken yet for like the most views on their site. And there really is like I mean, if anyone's gone to like a comicet or like any of those art markets, like, with a K. yeah, like people really like we have so many talented like comic artists here, and like, well, it, it is an exciting time to be in that sort of circle. Yeah, I have like, a whole reading list. I remember. I just remembered now. Makakaran nung uh, leading lady na movie, de ba? So that's also like from yeah. So yeah. yeah. Uh, ano pangalan anong full name no I just know it as leading lady kung paano ako naging leading paano ako naging leading lady which I covered as part of Blue Rep before and I really enjoyed that musical and I I, I don't think it might not be a musical yata um in the movie but it's an interesting like superhero story uh and it's Filipino um si sinong gumawa ulit ng Sasha Saturna siya rin yung <laughs> nagsulat ng Uh, leading lady na story si Carla Vergara yeah okay yeah yun um, yeah I mean we did have Shasha Sator na the musical and a movie also before so it's it's a, it's a nice resurgence Paul and I were talking about like magkakaroon din ng Janos silang na series diba eventually mm. okay. so, na uh, I think ABS-CBN picked it up a while back yay or two years ago I'm not too sure about the timing anymore, but I mean it is our kind of our own um, Percy, Jackson. Percy Jackson. Jackson, but yun nga with the spaces mostly being about mythology, it's more about making it unique na and how you treat that Filipino myth- mythology, especially if Janus is also gonna become a big thing. Which I mean, okay. based on the book, it's really I really enjoyed that first and second book. Um, yeah, and maybe like I don't know, they have a manga version also or a yeah, graphic yeah. novel. So maybe more Netflix animated Filipino series also from that universe. Yeah. Go watch Tres. Eh? <laughs> you know, just... I, I should. I, I should. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, before this, palang palasha. Felt longer. Not too late burns. It's been four days. <laughs> it feels like, yeah, it feels like it's been a long time, but because nah. it's just the digital age of things just popping up every week, and you don't really like have the time to like, uh, alam magbabad ka or you like relish the experience mm. because oh, next week there's like a new thing already. So yeah. to, to encourage you, friends, can you wait? Sorry, can you turn your head a bit? Can I see your ponytail? Oh, yeah. You, no, you can. You can. To- if you grow that out a bit more, you can totally be like one of the combats. Yeah, <laughs> like I can. Uh, I can totally see it. Super. Uh, you, do you, do you, do you look do good it. in a suit. Yeah. We'll see. Let me watch it and see what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty much it for our show today. We have reached the end, which is our pop stop or our pop culture recommendations for the week. Um, I will begin with mine. Ang dami na natin na pag-usapan, actually. But <laughs> I am now, I finally started with Demon Slayer, the anime. The anim- <laughs> um, you know, Teresa just really came at the right time when Paula started introducing me to anime or like getting into anime deeper. Versus like before na casually lang. Um, yeah, Demon Slayer has been really great. The animation is really good. And uh, to be fair, like 
watching Demon Slayer and then pausing and then going to Trese, parang I I wouldn't really say na there's a stark difference na parang the that that proves the quality also of Trese na they did a great job on the animation side. Um I'm just starting in the, with Demon Slayer but it's just really really um interesting and fun and the world is slowly starting to like um get together i don't know how to say that um but yeah and also jujutsu kaisen is now on netflix so you can access that legally now um yeah really fun show as well kind of similar ish lahat from trese to demon slayer to jujutsu in a sense that there's like demons in them yeah. for, in in some to some extent but demon slayer i'm i'm really having fun with it and Yeah, that's my recommendation for the week. Um, I can go next. So, as I've mentioned earlier, I've been on an Agatha Christie kick. Um, she, um, you know, she definitely deserves the title of like the woman of mystery or best mystery writer out there. Um, and I would like to recommend something that people have stated is her best work, which for the longest time I did not believe because. I really thought like and then there were none was my favorite out of all of Agatha Christie's works. But go and read um Murder of Roger Ackroyd. This is one one of the very rare times that I'm reading an Agatha Christie novel and I have no idea who the killer is until like the very end. It's like one of the last pages of the book where you find out who it is and you just like gobsmack and you have to read it again to just like look for the clues and it, it's it's really great. I think it's one of those books as well. One of her books that I can never see like being turned into a film because because of the way it's written and because of the way that the um the murderer is revealed I just I can't see it happening like for any form of media aside from the written word and that's always great. Um there's that in terms Spoiler of Spoiler alert it was Agatha all along. <laughs> <laughs> Te- technically she's the author so she killed the technically, character. Technically it was Agatha all along. Um, <laughs> so there's that um, in terms of anime which is probably the only consistent media I've been consuming um, in the past few months I do want to recommend um, the, the latest season of Boku no Hero or My Hero Academia just, it's been so fun yeah for me it just keeps getting better um, and the way that they're expanding on the characters and it's deviating a little bit from the manga as I've been told by my brother because I don't read the manga I don't want any spoilers um, but they're doing it in a way that's very respectful and makes more sense actually than how the manga has been doing it so there's that and in regular shows or at least like non-animated shows I guess um, I do I have started recently on Lego Masters I am a huge fan of Lego um, in general and seeing it in a competition form is really exciting and shows you just how much you can work with with your Legos, with your bricks, if you have them. Because I could never imagine myself like making anything that's not like just following the instructions. I'm too dumb for that. <laughs> I think I'm too dumb for that too, or like I'm not creative enough for that. But seeing what can be made with Lego, um, it's just inspiring, you know, and it's really, really cool um, for anybody to watch. And Will Arnett is great as a host, something I never really thought he would be doing as a career so yeah go and watch lego masters is he the host because he's lego batman yes oh. and he, he produced it <laughs> he's oh, producing okay. the show also oh, okay that's yeah. so cool it's like those in the lego movie right? yeah. those, the i know 
They're not Lego Masters in the movie. The ano? Master Builders? Yeah, Master Builders. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like yeah. real life versions. Mm-mm. Essentially, that's what it is. And if you play Lego games, parang there are hints of that. So it's, it's, it's just fun to see. And it's not just US, ha? there's like Lego Masters Australia and all of that stuff. Wow. So there's a lot of content to like consume and a lot of creativity to um, be in awe of. Which is something that's you know, it's a fun watch. Like it, you don't have to be too deep into it. Like I, I get tired of that stuff. So this is stuff that you can like play in the background. <laughs> can you confirm that everything is awesome? <laughs> <Just> <laughs> I mean, people leave every week, so everything is not always awesome. <laughs> But yeah. Okay. Awesome. Uh, I, I can go next. Um, in terms of, uh, in addition to all the music that uh, we recommend. Uh, well, I'm not not music, but uh, a live action TV show. The only live action TV show now that like actually gets me excited every week, and I, I hope I I've convinced Paula to try and check it out is Superman and Lois, which oh, is yeah. maybe the Wait, only. Yeah. Oh, okay, it, it's maybe the only like CW show right now that's like any good, um, <laughs> but it's like it's it's shockingly well written. It's a really good Superman, Tyler Hecklin, um, and then say Bitsito who's playing Lois Lane is. People have been saying like the best live action Lois Lane, um, because it's not just like a superhero thing. It really is like a family drama. It's about Superman and Lois, and it's about their two twin kids who are like the best characters in the show. And like for me, like my favorite character in the show is the the one brother who doesn't have the non super kid. Exactly, and it's it's so great that that's that he's like the best written one, just because it shows like the strength of the show is really in the drama. It it sets a really good example of like. Good parenting because people actually communicate on that show, which is like rare for Western TV. Like on Western TV, there's so many problems, like especially in like major trashy melodrama shows, where it could have been solved if people just talk to each other like normal adult human beings. So here, it's nice to see that. Um, yeah, and then in addition to In the Heights, which which I generally Wait, recommend, yeah. and oh, say go, go ahead. Interject. Sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm really grown out of. The Arrowverse at this yeah, point, yeah. but like seeing Emil's tweets nga about um, Superman and. <laughs> but Lord. I want to get back into it. Nga. Exactly. Is Star Girl any good? Ba not so much. I'm okay lang just for me. Like it's 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 kind of cheesy, teeny bopper style. Like mas maganda pa rin yung Superman Lois. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I really enjoy Tyler Hecklin's Superman. I would agree with that. Um, yeah. He plays Clark Kent like the like the like a dork. Like when he's a dad, he's a complete dork, which is so fun to oh, see. Who is supposed um, to be? Exactly. No, but I mean, after seeing like Henry Cavill, no offense to Henry Cavill, but like that version of Superman, that's so. Agree, agree. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like check that out. And then, like this is like a very late sort of discovery for me, but um, since on the topic of In the Heights, which we will talk about in the future in depth, I just got into another musical called Six. Oh my, uh, which, oh my god yes oh my god. okay 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 hold on so so six is a musical that came out on the west end in 2018 it was written by um lucy moss and and oh my god and toby oh my god lucy and toby who who debuted this show when they were 23 years old okay um and the the musical is about the six wives of henry the eighth oh except, that's interesting yeah except 
uh, in this musical, which is they're like a girl one group, right? Yeah, they're yeah. they're a, they're a girl group, and they're they're pop stars, and they're performing. Like the the, the play is 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 a concert. It's, and it's like they're touring around and stuff, and they're all trying to compete with each other about who had it the worst under Henry VIII. <laughs> and Ooh. and the the entire musical is only like an hour fifteen minutes. There's only eight, there are only nine songs, nine songs. In, in the musical, yeah. and every single one is like a pop banger. Oh, it is God. so I listen to it when I work out now. Like that's my go to. <laughs> yes. That's my go to soundtrack. Talaga. And every single queen is based vaguely on like different pop stars. So like the first one is based on Beyonce, second one is based on Avril Lavigne and uh uh what's the name of the girl who sang the show? Lily Allen. Lily Allen. Um the third one is based on Adele, the fourth is based on Nicki Minaj, the fifth is uh Britney Spears and Ariana Grande and then the last one is Alicia Keys. So it's just so oh my god and like to the point that I I forget that they're not a real girl. <laughs> like because I really want them to like make more music because I just love the song so much and it's just it's so empowering and i'm not even a woman so <laughs> that, I mean, that that's that's how it's besides so good and so addictive and yeah listen to six like, the first song i would think it sounds like a little mix concert that's what the yeah. intro song sounds yes. like it's ridiculously good and it's so funny it's, mm, so it's super funny, funny. and the, the the middle song is like a euro pop yeah like this uh yeah some euro pop club euro song uh, it's so good i can't believe i didn't talk, i haven't talked to you about this part <laughs> we should talk with Zell. <laughs> like she also really loves sex yeah 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 like and like if you're on tiktok it's one of those um they oh. splice like certain songs and use it in a lot of viral videos so when you probably you cholo like when you listen to the album you'll recognize the songs and you realize why they get so popular it's it's just really good go and like listen to six guys it's so good i know and, i remember like, before the pandemic there was news that they were gonna su- they were supposed to come here and like that would no. been that would have been amazing but, like hopefully and everything uh, uh okay Six. <laughs> Yay! Cool. Okay, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a end. I'm a end. So that was really interesting. Shocks. Six. Well, note. Okay, me. I've been a. I'm still on a bit of a pop culture break because it's right now. It's the playoffs. It's <laughs> the Euros, and there's Gilas games going on. So I'm devoting my time for that as a. Congrats wow. to Gilas Philippines. Yeah. Congrats to Gilas. Oh, I love you, SJB lang hell. Hashtag OBF. Gilas, Gilas Ateneo Gilas is the Ateneo. best. The best. Uh, so yeah, as a sports fan at heart since I was very young, I, I did, I'm gonna all out my time for that. But I did like spend some time watching some new movies. So I got to watch Oxygen on Netflix. It was really good. Melanie Laurent. Uh, of course, I was gonna watch Cruella. And... <laughs> of course and of course in the heights yes in the heights uh, i will rewatch it because i want i want a i want emo- i want the i want the emo- yeah, emo- 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 experience <laughs> to be fair i i straight up was disappointed the first time so like it's a very different i feel like it's a weird experience because i was i'm like a purist for the for the musical so but yeah like watch it again <laughs> i will watch it again because i want like the full Give it to me. I want to feel everything now. That's what I want there. The official I, I, experience. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> and I'm not really watching. I'm not a really a serious person. Like the only one I'm watching right now is Loki, and Loki. which is a lot of fun. My God, Tom Hiddleston is a great actor. We're finally getting to see his. Angling episode one, palang. Episode one is good. Episode two is great. And, Much better. Yeah. <laughs> and I was talking with my one of my best friends, like how what how it's look it looks crazy right now but 
where it could lead to in the grand scheme of the entire MCU. It's so interesting. I was like, I can't wait for how the how the director is gonna lead this on. And it's so great. Loki is so much fun. And I mean, the only thing I have to recommend is continue watching Loki and Luca is out in two days. So can't oh, wait to yeah. watch what? that. Sa- this weekend na pala? Yes, it comes out on June 18 in America. So we'll have it on June 18 too because we have Paula. My birthday gift to you guys. <laughs> Yay! Advanced happy birthday to Paula. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to the bad side of 25, so crossing the bad bridge. <laughs> Habol ko lang din pala uh, before we end. Like uh, I saw this movie called Sweet and Sour. Every a lot of people are talking about it. It's Korean. Um, I'll just say just for the plot twist alone, just watch it. Yun lang. <laughs> it's like interesting for the plot twist alone, but it's a pretty okay. Okay lang siya for me, but like when you see it, you see it. Um, and it will just like. Um, I wouldn't say shock, but that's what if you see letterbox, that's what all the people are talking about: plot twist, plot twist, plot twist. Pero magugulat ka talaga sa plot twist. I would say that even you if know, I knew the plot twist was coming, twist. yeah, even if I knew it was coming, I didn't know it was gonna be that. So parang okay. fun. It was pretty fun in that um in that uh, regard. So I guess that's pretty much it for our show for the day. Um, it's nice to be back. So thank you, Paula, Prince, and Emil for joining this week. Uh, and I hope tuloy-tuloy na ulit tayo. Um, and schedules will allow for us to have uh, more episodes and guests on the show again. Um, but yeah, um, go watch Trese and listen to everything we uh, listen to. Uh, watch, read, listen to everything that we recommended as well. Uh, of course, all our previous episodes are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you stream your podcasts. And of course, we're here on Radio Katipunan 87.9 FM every week-ish. Uh, now that we're back, I guess it's every week again. Hopefully. Um, hopefully. And thanks to the Radio Katip fam for keeping us on for the last two years. It's been great. And of course, um, go follow us on social media. We'll try to be active. <laughs> Again, uh, that's at Popcorn with Cholo, at Popcorn W Cholo on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And we will see you all next time. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.